Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 106 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stopper with you. Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter just wanted to put the word out from Digitex. Stay safe, everybody. Make sure you apply social distancing. Digitex is your all-in-one convenient location. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. We're going to go there momentarily at 780-496-0063. Keep the text coming on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at the same number, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, providing winning results for over 35 years. For our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar, we welcome back to the show longtime NHL executive Brian Burke. Hello, Brian. How are you? Good, Bob. How are you? Uh, hanging in there, you know, just uh, it illustrates, obviously, dealing with uh, coronavirus and COVID-19. puts uh, Kind of puts sports in its place, you know what I mean? I do. It's been, uh, and I'll, I'll give you credit, you were one of the first guys that I kind of uh, talked to or reached out to that saw the severity of this, that there was this was not going to be a quick fix uh, situation. I think some people thought, well, maybe they'll shut the league down for three weeks or something like that. We're not going to see that, are we? No. I mean, this, this is, uh, the U.S. reached 10,000 cases, active cases today. So the, the, the main thing I would say to anyone listening is this is a battle against this virus. And it's the, the battle that we can all help is containing the spread of the virus. So follow the rules. Wash your hands. If you've touched your face, wash your hands again. If you touch a railing in a public area or a doorknob, wash them again. Stay away from people who are sick. Uh, limit your contact with crowds of any size. And... We can slow the, the spread of this. We can flatten the curve, as the experts say. So follow the rules, be safe, be smart. I want to read you a text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line from Brew Crew. It says, Bob, 
I like Gary Bettman. I think he's really well-spoken. I don't understand the booing of the guy when he presents the cup or stands to talk at a draft, that sort of thing. Of all the four leaders of the major professional sports, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, I think he's the best. Um, it is interesting with Gary because Gary fought for the battle for Alberta in the days of the Canadian Assistant Program in the early 2000s. Um, and the league, they've had a couple tough labor battles, but uh, th this is, I mean, this has been unprecedented, what everybody's had to sort of deal with here. And uh, I, I, I never really liked the booing, i got to tell you, Batman at the draft. Uh, Brian, I, I just, I kind of shake my head. I, I think it's kind of trite. I don't know about you. Well, these people are idiots. I mean, he basically decides where their draft is held. So they, they put the draft in Chicago. It's a huge economic impact for that city when you host the draft. The number of people that come in and stay for a number of days and go to restaurants, it's a huge economic boost for a city. So he's kind enough to award the draft to that locale, and then they boo him. They're idiots. And, and, and in Canada, Gary has a real has gotten a rough ride, and it's just not fair. Like, he, like you said, he's been a champion. I was at the league when Winnipeg was trying to move, and Gary kept them there for a year longer than they should have been there, trying to find a local solution. Same thing when Quebec City moved to Colorado. Gary fought that tooth and nail, tried hard to find a solution to keep the team in Canada, and was unsuccessful. When the Canadian dollar was at 61 cents, he put in the Canadian assistance plan. I was running the Canucks at the time. So he's been a great friend of the Canadian teams. He's been the best commissioner in his tenure of what he's done. And you're right, he's remembered for a couple of bitter work stoppages, but I was there. These were fights that needed to be had to, to right the economic ship. And you can point to the, the stubbornness of owners, but you can point to the stubbornness of the PA as well. So to me, there were fights that needed to be had. We've got a cap system now that allows teams to be competitive. And it's all under Gary's watch. All the international hockey he's added, all the outdoor stuff. He's made the NHL into a major philanthropic organization that contributes millions of dollars to charity. That's all Gary Bettman. Well, let's take it one step further. Uh, we've had a dose of reality here with coronavirus and COVID-19, and it's not pretty. I mean, Italy surpassed China today, at least in terms of what's being reported. Like, I, I you know, we got to take China at their word, I guess, but certainly it's 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 frightening. Over 3,400 dead now in Italy. Um, this has been a, a worldwide pandemic. And when we do get out of it, it is my belief, Brian, that we are going to be headed to a kinder and gentler time uh, in, in things like labor negotiations moving forward, because the reality is going to be kicked in at every level across whatever. I think there's going to be a paradigm shift that's going to exist in business. We all need each other. I agree. This is going to change the landscape dramatically for decades to come, if not centuries to come. And the fact of the matter is that, that uh, this has happened once in the last 100 years or 101 years in 1919 when a yep. season was lost due to a pandemic and a significant loss of life. And, um, and this is no one knows exactly what to do because no one's lived through this before. This is the first time it's happened in our lifetimes, hopefully the last. Um, but like I say, the, the number one thing is, okay, people who contract the virus there's a treatment protocol and so on, but 
the main thing now is to stop the spread of this virus. And I see pictures of bars full of people and beaches crowded. And I'm like, you people have no idea, have no idea. Like we're fighting a war to save lives here. We're fighting a war that will save lives. And people are worried more about going out and getting drunk at a bar. Like, give your head a shake. Can't you get drunk at your house by yourself? Once your kids go to sleep, <laughs> if you really want to. <laughs> I don't know. Is that done? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, all I, there's a lot of Baileys in the Stauffer household. That's that's how I keep my weight up, uh, Gary, uh, uh, Brian. So uh, now, hey, just back to Gary here for a second. Um, you mentioned last week, Brian, that he would have multiple. He's thought seven steps ahead of this situation. The one reoccurring theme that has been mentioned from either Bill Daly or Gary Bettman is. They want a complete season in 2020-2021. Yes. Does that eliminate the suggestion that was maybe put out there by the likes of Darren Drager and Frank Cervelli from TSN talking to, you know, some players and we believe one one potential owner in the league about it? Does the the whole uh, August-September Stanley Cup playoff run make any sense to you at all? Yes. Uh, We've played 85% of our season. And there have been some great stories. Edmonton's a great story. We deserve to see how this book ends up. We deserve to read the last couple chapters, if it can be done. And so, and I'm skeptical it can be done, but we've got to hope that if we can contain this thing and it gets to a level where even if players are competing with no fans in initially, if we can complete this season, we should do it, but not at the risk of the coming season. That's got to be the number one goal. If we lose the season... We lose a season. Again, this is unprecedented. But the league has taken the position that if the authorities allow them to play, they're going to play. And I believe in that. I believe that's what we should try to do. If it's possible to do it, people say, well, guys play in August, then how are they going to be ready for training camp? Well, there's only going to be four teams playing in August if we go with a conventional playoff system. Only four teams, and only two will play those last couple weeks. So even if, if the buildings are available and ice can be maintained, there's a dehumidification issue. Like when we went past the first round in Vancouver, we had to bring in dehumidification equipment uh, from the deep south somewhere. Um, so there's issues. But if the buildings are available and the ice can be maintained properly and the health authorities say you can play, we should play. We, the Edmonton Oilers and their fans deserve to see how this book ends. For Canadian Power Pack, longtime NHL executive now with NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet, Brian Burke, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Brian, I pose the question, are we going to have a Stanley Cup playoffs? And I've asked uh, John Shannon, Mark Spector, uh, Louis DeBrusque. Shannon is 75-25. We will have a Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, Louis 50-50. Spector's 25-75. He thinks that... Uh, there's a greater, greater likelihood that we will not play again this season. Would you care to handicap this from your perspective? Yeah, I'm, I'm very skeptical about it. I'd go even, I'd say it's virtually certain that we won't, but I hope I'm dead wrong. I hope you and okay. I are talking in July and you say you were the idiot that said 100% and now they're scheduling games. I would dearly love to be wrong on this. I don't see with the curve of the disease in the United States ramping up spiking sharply, I don't see how this will be possible to to get to a containment level where it's safe to play games. But I hope I'm wrong. And this is, again, something people can affect this outcome. If they're smart, people can affect this outcome. They can have a direct impact 
on whether we play or not by being smart. Yeah, uh, and again, the totals today, Canada at roughly 800 cases, 10 people have passed away. The United States now over 11,300, uh, 171 dead. Uh, and Canada has done all, over 50,000 tests, Brian, which if you compared it based on population, uh, a significantly higher percentage of the population has been tested in Canada than the United States. And you kind of alluded that to that last week, too. Didn't you, did you not say... You know, the Canadian teams were going to be a little bit contend, uh, contingent upon the success of containing the virus in the United States. Yeah, and, and widespread testing. Actually, the experts aren't recommending widespread testing. If you're hmm. symptom-free, they don't want to waste a test kit on you. They only want to test right. you when you're showing symptoms. So widespread testing, good for us in Canada, but that's not, that's not uh, what the experts are saying is needed. They they want testing available for people that display the symptoms, so they either treat it for the coronavirus or they treat it for whatever else it is, regular flu, whatever. So widespread testing, you know, the, the, the recommendation isn't that every person in Edmonton get to a health clinic and get tested. The recommendation right. is lock, lock it down, stay away from these people that can contract, that can convey the disease to you, wash your hands, especially after you touch your face, stay in your house as much as you can, uh, go out only when necessary. All un, you know, travel that's not urgent and required is, is banned. Close the border. Let's stop the containment. Let's contain this thing. Let's stop the spread. That's the thing that has to happen now. And if that doesn't happen, it doesn't matter how well we do it in Edmonton or Calgary. Uh, if if the hotspots are in L.A. and and, and they're in a, well, they're not in a playoff position. But uh, let's say it's Colorado becomes a hotspot. They're not going to let the avalanche play there. So that's why I'm skeptical. I don't think it's just how well we can do in one market. We're all tied together. So I'm skeptical, and I dearly hope and pray I'm wrong because I'm already sick of this. It's only been a week. Uh, Brian, uh, we had uh, Jerry Johansson on from the Sports Corporation. I know you would have dealt with him in the past on uh, you know some of the deals with some of your players. Um, and I posed this question to him. Uh, I, I said, you know, does he believe the NHL PA, given that they partnered in the last World Cup, um, let's just say hypothetically we don't play again this year. Should we look at having a February World Cup championship during the middle of the season next year that both the NHL and NHL PA can benefit from? Does that make any sense at all in your world? Uh, it would be very on a very back burner on my stove, and that would be a big stove. It would be way back. To me, the issue here, I think the league's got their priorities right. If there's any way to humanly award the Stanley Cup with integrity to the playoff system, let's do it. So that's their first priority. Against that is the backdrop, their top priority, even before the first priority. So let me rephrase that. Their number two priority is if they can award a cup, do it. The top priority is make sure nothing affects the ability to play the 2021 season. So that, to me, I think they've got their priorities exactly right. But they are saying... Right now, they're saying if there's any way to humanly play these games and have a, a playoff that's meaningful, we're going to do it. And I applaud that. I'm all with them. And I hope they're right. Uh, there's, Brian, there's been a lot of special considerations taken here over the course of the last week, and various different uh, industries have received significant governmental assistance, and it's going to need to continue to be the case. Um, on that basis, because there's going to be no, I mean, let's face it, the PA and the league are going to need to work forward, uh, work together moving forward. 
does this need to be factored in from a cap percentage uh, for, for next upcoming season? Uh, yeah. We know the players hate escrow, uh, but realistically is a flat cap of 81.5. That doesn't help anybody. Uh, it doesn't help the teams. It also doesn't help the players. So do you envision any scenario where there'd be any difficulties with, I don't want to use the word inflating the cap a little, but really that's what they're probably going to have to do because the HRR money is not going to be there based on this stoppage. No. And so first off, we have to determine what the losses are. Does insurance cover these losses? In some places I'm told it will, some places I'm told it won't. So what is the total loss? Again, we got an 85% of the regular season. So we got to figure out what that wage gap is. And then there's ways to figure out moving forward how to deal with it. I've heard discussions about compliance buyouts to let teams get to this new cap to solve some of their problems, which they gave in the last CBA. Each team got two cap compliance buyouts, which were exempt from the cap. I've heard talk of that. My response to that is, okay, if that's what's going to happen, I want a, I want an extension. I want to know there's not going to be a, a, a work stoppage in the next eight to ten years. I want to see if they're going to do this, join arms and sing Kumbaya, which is great. I want an extension. I don't want to know that I'm going to come back, watch my beloved Oilers, and then have a work stoppage in 18 months. Well, in order for there to be an extension, there needs to be one concession from the NHL, does there not, with the Olympics? Which is... Is that... Agreed? I, I don't... No, I... Well, I think it's important to the players. I don't know if it's vital to the players... Because the last time around in the CBA, there were discussions about taking international hockey out of the CBA. And that's something the union didn't want to do. They could have had this standalone agreement to play in the World Championships and the Olympics, and they didn't want to do it. So, to me, I don't know how vital it is. I think we should go to the Olympics. Yeah, I'm one of the ones that does. But I think if Gary took a vote with the owners, it would be a resounding no. Right. Shutting down your business for that long. And, and I don't know why we have to send so many teams to the Olympics either. I think the Olympics, and this is a pet peeve of mine, I think the Olympics have grown way too big. If you look back 20 years ago even, what they've done in each discipline is add distances or add co-ed, uh, co-ed biathlon. Now, they have a co-ed biathlon. Do we really need a co-ed biathlon? Wasn't, wasn't it good enough to have the men's and women's and maybe have three distances? Now they've got six or whatever. So each discipline has added events and added distances and added numbers. Of, every athlete has to be housed secured, their coaches have to be housed and secured, their trainers have to be housed and secured. Do we really need 16 teams at the Olympics? Not a Hockey chance. teams? Because I don't eight. think so. How about just so to, to me, I think you. I think there's, it's time to have a bigger discussion about how we do these events. And I look at, I go back to the, the Berlin Olympics and you look at the track and field events and you look at the different events and you look at how it's bloated and how many you know, they, they had a lose relay in Sochi. A lose relay. Give me a break. A lose relay. And we have the lose. We, we have the skeleton. Okay. We've got two events. They're, they're very different, but they look the same to someone who's not really paying attention. I'll get all kinds of texts about that now. Uh, do we need a lose relay? I don't think so. Yeah. I always thought the luge was an event where a bunch of guys went out uh, sledding at night after they'd had a few too many pops, and one guy pushed each another guy down the hill on his little board and said luge. I never actually thought that was ever going to be a real sport, right? Did we, did we not already have bobsled, right? I, I, I've seen, I watched those guys train in Calgary, boy, they're serious, serious athletes. Oh yeah, I'm not saying, I'm not saying get rid of the luge. I'm saying get rid of the luge relay. 
100%. Hey, Brian, final question for you, a little bit of a curveball, nothing to do with HRR or CBA or anything like that. Over the course of the last week, have you watched a show, watched a movie, or read a book that's piqued your interest that might be compelling to our listeners? Uh, my kids gave me a, a, a bio, I love biographies, and they gave me a biography of Thomas Edison that I'm that I loved the first half of, and now I'm slogging through it. So I'm trying to finish that. And then my daughter just came back from a student exchange program in Australia, and brought me a book by an Australian author. It's called Dark Emu. I haven't started it yet, but it looks good. I'm watching one on uh, the Desert Fox Rommel. It's pretty interesting as well. Great stuff, Brian. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Brian Burke. We'll get to some texts that have come in on Brian momentarily. We're going to ask uh, Brendan Escott to jump in here momentarily. Uh, Brendan, uh, because of the, this modern uh, era that we live in, uh, I, I know we got a global news weather traffic update coming up at uh, 1.30 here with the uh, lovely and uh, talented Eileen Bell. What do we got scheduled from 1.30 until 2.00? We will hear from the Cult of Hockey's David Staples as long as we can get him for before that press conference goes live. There we go. And a reminder, you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Want to mention all the folks out in Wetaskiwin, uh, hey, every business is uh, in a battle right now, and the people at uh, Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, they want you to stay safe, wash your hands, practice your social, not practice, live at your social distancing a reminder that Brent Rich Ford is a nine times Diamond uh, President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction give Brent Rich Ford in Wetaskiwin a call 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com that was Brian Burke for Friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. And we'll tell you that guests on this show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood, cooked right at your table. And Japanese Village, obviously, will be open once we uh, get through this uh, process. And a reminder, a lot of restaurants uh, open for takeout uh, and uh, delivery as well. Japanese Village, Edmonton South Downtown, Northside Sherwood Park, and now open in West Edmonton Mall. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.